the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Hyper Caroline Hobby. I am your host, Caroline Hobby. I know music, I know people, and I know the questions you want to ask. So let's get hyper. Heads up, these are adults having adult conversations, so there could be adult content. Today I have Cody Allen. If you ever watch CMT, then you definitely know who he is. He is the face of CMT. He is an incredible host, and he teaches me all of his ways. We do a little role play. And he also tells me how he got his start and how he got going and hosting. It's an amazing interview, and I cannot wait for y'all to hear it. So y'all please welcome Cody. It's this just, is how it starts. This is how it goes. This is how it goes. Wow. This is called the One Woman Show. Wow. Hyper Caroline Hobby. Hyper. Yeah. I like it. How's it going? Hyper Cody Allen here. Do you feel hyper? Uh, I usually do. I have a pretty strong, energetic... Personality. Personality. And, um, yeah, it might, might get on some people's nerves over oh. time. Why? Because I, f- I feel like... I'm always thinking of stuff, and stuff's coming through my head, like, constantly. And What I, kind of stuff? And I verbalize it. Like, I, I don't have a, I can't hold it in sometimes, and I just, like, spew. What do you spew? Like, ideas of, like, oh, let's do this. Why don't we ask this question to Blake Shelton? Or like, Give me an example. Can I text this person because they're on my mind? Because I don't need to text them now, or should I wait? Wait a second. What about tomorrow? When are we, when are we talking to Jason Derulo again? Is that t- See, these kind of things, like, okay. nonstop. Um... Yeah, Blake Shelton. We do you have his cell phone number? I don't have <sighs> Blake's number. Do you have some celebs' cells? I do. Okay. But no more than you, probably. Oh, no. You probably have way more. You know them on a real level. Uh, Yeah. You know, over, over the years, because I've interviewed all these awesome stars, mm-hmm. and so you get to know them on a personal level. And living in Nashville helps, as you know, because you see people all the time. It's a fairly small town. It really is, especially the music community. There you go. And so, like, people are... At Starbucks and right. you know, at Costco. So you end up like buying in bulk with Keith Urban on a Saturday. <laughs> Do you feel like being a host has given you a chance to really get to know people and really get to know stars on a deeper level? Because you're asking the personal questions. Uh, yeah, to some degree. I mean, I like, I think people like to know about the personal lives to some degree, but I, I try to be too like sensational with it because I think that gets on my nerves like reporters mm-hmm. who, are, who are asking questions to get somebody to say something like gotcha sort of stuff right i don't like that um yeah, and i mean. try to avoid it but a lot of artists want to talk about like who um their sleeping wife with. is or who they're sleeping with who <laughs> who their girlfriend is i mean there's a way to do it with tact and i think it's also trust like mm-hmm. they know i'm not going to be a bozo when i ask something i'm just going to be a guy that they can i'm not asking because i'm trying to pry i'm asking because you know we have an audience to serve here at cmt and they're interested genuinely in the life and lifestyles of of the stars so so how far will you go like where what do you like to cover when you're hosting um you know well, there's obviously things you have to do with every interview like what? um you know a lot of artists are here to talk about music mm-hmm. shockingly <laughs> uh they want to talk about music so we want to always cover that and and i'm interested always i'm a music fan that's where i got my start i mean i 
began uh, years ago doing this because my dad uh, had I mean, it was a huge record collection. Your dad collected re- what kind of music? albums? Like um, every kind, everything from you know country to rock to um, to you know rhythmic R and B stuff. Um, so he covered the gamut of all of it, and so I heard all that growing up. And um, his tremendous, you know, thousands of albums. And I'm not kidding, thousands of albums he had. Really? In my mom and dad's bedroom. I'll, I'll never forget it. There was one wall about the size maybe of this room. And one wall was covered, uh, you know, from ceiling to floor, wall to wall with um, albums. So would you just listen all the uh, All the time. And so I loved music. And uh, that's what drove me to do this. So when I'm talking to an artist... I genuinely want to know about the music. I want to know about where did that song come from? Why is that? Why was that lyric so meaningful? What was going on in your life that made you write that or that made that that lyric seem meaningful to you to sing? Mm -hmm. So um, you got to cover that with an artist. But I think also, uh, you know, we kind of think about what we do with all the radio shows and with Hot 20 on, on CMT TV as sort of like Jimmy Fallon. You know, let's have some fun with these people. Uh, so we like to play games. I love to play games. I love to like create stuff. That's stuff going through my head. Like, oh, why don't we play this game with so and so? Or have fun that you can like play the silliest games ever. I know, and and, and be it, an adult and get paid for it. And and people f- love it. It's the most fun stuff to see too. I think on TV, yes. like you want to see Brett Eldridge squirt me in the eyeballs with a water gun I, all day long. Right? I yes. mean, seriously. <laughs> so yeah, and he did that by the way. He had tequila water guns. Uh, a couple weeks ago on the show and filled with alcohol. Have you, you ever got like Jack Daniels whiskey in your eyes? I don't feel like that would sound would feel good. No, it burns like mad. So, yeah. um, and the first shot he took at me was like right for the eyes. That's a little rude. I know. I was supposed to be aiming for the mouth. Yeah, Brett. But, had um, he been drinking his water gun before he <laughs> shot it at you? I think we both had, <laughs> if I'm honest. We both had had a little too much of the water guns previous to the shoot. But um, yeah. anyway, so. Great moments like that are uh, are fun to to create, and that's what you kind of want to bring out in all these interviews we do. Is yeah, you want to cover the basics, but you also want to get some you know fun stuff that's just outrageous too, because that's what I like to watch. Oh yeah, do you? How do you research your artists before you interview them? Um, or do you uh, wing it? No, I rarely wing it. I like to know my shit. Yeah, like I don't like to show up unrehearsed. Right. To, you you want it to feel unrehearsed. Yes. And the only re- way I get to that point of it feeling relaxed is if I'm prepared. Yeah. I totally agree. It's like school. I don't think, you know, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't... Take a test, not setting. Yeah. Do you remember those days where you show up for a test and, like, you felt relaxed? Like, okay, yeah. this is going to go great. No, I was a terrible student. Actually, I really was. <laughs> I was too, actually. <laughs> I did not But like I do school. remember a few times, like, knowing that I knew the stuff... And therefore, I was relaxed when I went right. in to take the test. And it's the yes. same way. So you want to make it feel like it's completely cash, but casual, like casual. But at the same time, that only comes through like kind of knowing who you're talking to and kind of knowing things of interest to you that you want to ask. Okay, so I have a lot of questions, but I'm gonna start okay, with the yes. game. Would you rather? Would you rather? Okay, Whoa! I love it. All right. Okay. Would you rather have uncontrollable nose hair or ear hair, and you can't ever shave it? Are you, are you trying to tell me something? (laughs) No, I think your facial hair is really handsome. Okay, thank you. But if you had to have something growing wild and unruly, would it be nose hair or ear hair? I guess ear hair, because I feel like I wouldn't see it. You could like push it behind your ears, I guess. (laughs) I guess either one (laughs) sounds bad to me though. Like, because nose hair, I feel like 
I'd see it every day because I, you know, look in the mirror and stuff. You could kind of like hide the ear hair a little better. Wear your beanie find, all the time. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And I, um, I'm a, I do pluck on a regular basis. Plucking's important. I know. Um, what, pl you... Pluck, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> do you pluck your ears? Yeah. Oh. You have to. Take okay, that's a dude thing. I don't think girls have ear hair. I have never had ear hair. Really? I really haven't. Um, I bet your husband has. Ask him about I the ear hair. I need to look at his ears. Maybe you ha he's got long hair, though. Yeah, he does. See, I don't have any hair to cover up any of my ear hair is the problem. And so I just notice it probably more than most guys. Okay. But uh, plucking of the ear hairs and nose hair, too. Like, you have to get in there. Because I feel like when I'm talking to artists, too, because this is how I feel. Let me just be completely honest. I just feel it. Is it when we, I'm this close to people. Yeah. Like, and you don't want to have halitosis, either. Yeah, and you look this way. By the way, am I okay there? Halitosis? Wait on me. Oh, it's minty and minty fresh. Minty and fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared, It's like too. spring brook. <laughs> but you're this close all the time, and I always feel like, okay, if I'm looking this way and this person's looking at me, they could see my ears. They yeah. could see my nose. You're looking very clean-shaven. Okay, well, But rugged, but yet groomed. Mm. Rugged but groomed. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, you look like you take care of yourself. Thank you. Yes. I'm not like, oh, my God, is something going to crawl off his face? I feel like if I, I feel like it's just normal for me, though. Like, I've always been that way. Like, kind of meticulous, and I care about the way I look. And like, I appreciate that. I like yeah. a well-dressed man. I, I, it's very metrosexual, though. Like, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay. You know? When you got a face like that, you got to take care of it all. Okay. Okay. I feel better now, then. <laughs> We feel better about it. Okay, so we're going to go with ear hair. Ear hair. Okay, now this is a tough one. You really have to oh think God. about Oh, God. Oh, okay. God. Would you rather host the Hot 20 Countdown naked forever? <laughs> like, you can never oh wear God. clothes. You have to host it on TV naked okay. all the time. Okay. Or you can wear clothes all the time. You, you can wear clothes when you're hosting, uh -huh. but you have to live naked all the rest oh, of the time. Oh, wow. That's a because that's like on TV naked yeah. versus real life, real life naked. naked. Yeah, I mean that is a great thanks. question. Thank you. I was really proud of that one. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I feel like okay. Here's I would make a I, I'll make the choice to be naked in real life, and here's all why. the time. Here's why. Okay. Because on TV, millions of people see that. Yeah. And we'll see you in all your glory. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I could make a lifestyle choice to stay at home <laughs> in my real life and I'll just have things delivered to me. But wouldn't you be sad not being able to leave your house? If I knew How that... would you do Barry's boot camp and working out? Because yeah. you love to exercise. I do. I would probably have to. Um, I don't love to. Do I love to exercise? Well, you look like it. I hate it. And on exercise. one of your bios, you said you love exercise. I do. I, I enjoy it. I like to well, rush. Well, you have those six-pack abs, so you have I to know, work for them. I know. Well, that's because I'm worried about being naked one day. Yeah, you're preparing. In front of people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think I would have, like, Blue Apron delivered, like, the home meals <laughs> that I could cook. And then um, I would just FedEx or UPS other items I would need from the grocery store because you can, oh, actually you can do that from the grocery store now, can't mm -hmm. you? Order this, and um, I just I guess I hired somebody to who would, wouldn't mind seeing me naked. And you just have to work to all cook. the time. Yeah, yeah. Because that's your only social activity with clothes on. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. So okay. really, I would only leave the house to, to go work. work. Mm -hmm. So you have to love your job. And I do. Which okay. Okay. And then we're winning with. Okay. The, I got it. That makes sense. <laughs> Good choice. Good question. Thanks. I was really thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather be a hoarder or have to compulsively clean all the time? Um, I'm already a compulsive cleaner. Me too. So I love it. I can't help it. You love it. It's yeah. fun for you. That's yeah. good. 
Yeah, it feels good. Yes. If things are in order. And I don't like dust. Yeah. Do you like dust? No. I love to vacuum. Um, I love to vacuum also um, because of the job satisfaction that comes afterwards. Yes. I don't know if I enjoy it in the midst of the task. Okay. Um, but I was always one of those guys who also whenever my uh, dad would make me mow the lawn uh, or my grandpa who had a riding lawnmower, which was way fun. Much more fun than the push mower my dad had. Yeah. So I loved to go to my grandparents' house to, to mow the lawn. But um, I was also one of those guys who loved to make the lines straight in the yard. Oh. Like make so it, you are meticulous. Make it perfect as it could possibly be. Do you have the disorder of OCD? Or is it just right borderline? I, th- um, I have a lot of disorders, but I don't think that <laughs> What <is> are they? <laughs> uh, a lot of initials. Um, the ADD and the ADHD. No, I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any of those disorders actually, but okay. I always feel like I'm borderline on all of it. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm, like I said, I'm always going and I, I think I have some, um, organizational issues where I, I just like things compartmentalized and perfectly placed where they need huh. to go. Yeah. Okay. So, but not to the point where I need medication. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so trust me, I've taken all the tests. Well, good to know. It's good to know where you stand. <laughs> but I joke about it because I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that we're all so imperfect, you know. Right? Isn't that what makes us beautiful? I think so. Yeah, I do. that we're all kind of going through whatever, and we all have this set of sort of traits or characteristics that many of us don't talk about, but yeah. they are uniquely us. Mm-hmm. Be it this need to clean. I love to clean. Or be it this uh, you know, racing mind or um, you know, uh, desire to sort of put things in compartments. Like the, those kind of things are how we're built and wired and I think it's okay. It is. To have some of those disorders. Well it makes you human. It, it takes is. all kinds yeah. of kinds. It Miranda. is. That's right. I'm agreeing with that. Time for some water. Yeah, have a sip. Is that electrolyte? It is. See, so healthy. Even your water's healthy. Okay. Would you rather get a paper cut on your hand once a week? For this is for the rest of your life. Wow. Get a paper cut on your hand once a week or have your foot fall asleep every third hour for 10 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) I love that you create these questions, first of all. Like, um, do you, are you taking drugs when you write these? Yeah. Are there some medication? Yeah. Just a lot of wine. Is that your alcohol of choice? You know, I don't really like alcohol. I'll drink it. Yeah. I used to drink alcohol when I was in my 20s, and yeah. it just does not serve me well. I'm right. one of those drinkers that I'm either going to cry, I'm going to break down, I'm going to ha- or have a great time, or I might, like, beat you up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't do... I drink. I mean, I'll have a couple drinks. Right. But I just don't really like to drink a lot. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's not good for anyone around me. I mean, honestly, I get really emotional. <laughs> it's just the waterworks start flowing, and it's like my husband's like, "Please uh, lay off, lay off the line." <laughs> That's awesome. What about you? Um, I I I don't drink a lot, but when I do, I like to get super smashed. Okay, you go <laughs> go big or go home. I just feel like if we're gonna do this, let's do it. Okay, I do not feel that way. Are you? So you must be a good drinker then. Like you're like fun. Uh huh. Like you have a I good think time. So. Like I have a good time. Cody. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a good time. I, um, What's your drink of choice? Whatever gets me drunk is the fastest. Usually. So do you take shots and stuff? Yeah. Oh, Cody. Because that's the way to go, though. No, that's the worst way to go. Then all of a sudden you're blacked out. <laughs> See, I've never had that. I've never, I don't even know what that is. Like. I haven't been that drunk ever. Oh, okay. And actually, I only, you know, I've been, I've been very religious my whole life. Like You grew up really religious? Super religious. And 
um, up until I was in my 30s, I had never gotten drunk. What changed <laughs> for you? Um, I saw the light. I think it was just maturing and realizing it was okay to... It's not going to make you... That, it's, that God is not going to hate me yeah. for drinking. I'm sure there's some people emailing right now. God will Cody, hate you for Cody drinking. Allen is talking about God I know, not right. To drink. So <laughs> I always had that perception, though, in my head. Like, that's the way I couldn't. I couldn't. You're a Baptist? I couldn't do that. I did. Strict Baptist. Yeah. Are your parents super strict? Um, Not really. Not terrible. You know, I've heard stories about people having you know, childhoods where their parents were like, Mm-hmm. Very black and white. My parents were great, um, super awesome, and they never, um, never forced anything on me. That's great. But I tell you, uh, I really brought religion on myself. Okay. I was a Mormon um, voluntarily. For, voluntarily. How did and you decide to do that? I know it's crazy, but uh, I, I'm so thankful for it, honestly, because it like made me gr- uh, such a great person. I think today I love the Mormon Church still. Um, but there's very strict guidelines with all of that. And so I, why would I do that? How did, I don't understand the wife thing. Because there's so many wives. Oh. You can have so many wives. Like well, I, that's actually not true. Okay, explain. It, it is, um, there, there are certain groups outside of the actual original Mormon church that have that belief. Okay. Polygamy. Um, but that's not like the core. But that's not at the core of it. And the core of Mormon? Um, it's certainly not that. I mean, they, they believe in Jesus Christ okay. and... Um, God and the same things that many Christians believe. Um, I think the one thing that probably sets them apart is belief in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. In addition to the Bible, they believe okay. in the Bible, but um, also have the Book of Mormon. So that probably is one of the differentiation. And what goes on in the Book of Mormon? Uh, it's the story of ancient people who lived um, in the uh, continent we live on now, known as the American continent, okay. uh, whereas the Bible was taking place in Israel and okay. Jerusalem and. This was a book they believe took place here. Oh, okay. So, um, Is wow. Jesus in the Book of Mormon? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus uh, visits these people also and okay. has ministry among them as well. What so, led you to being Mormon? How did you decide you wanted to do that? Um, you know, I had a friend who was, and I liked uh, the way it felt there at the okay. church. You know, it just felt right. I was still trying to figure out my way in Aren't life. And, you know, I thought it was good. Okay. And, you know, when you like something, you think it's good, you want to be involved. I love and that. And I am so happy I was because I learned so much about myself. What did you learn about yourself? Um, well, I think I, I learned, um, you know, how to be a good person, how to treat people right, how to communicate better. Because, you, you know, a lot of uh, religions uh, sort of ask you to share things with people and i think i learned how to like talk to people and share stuff in a way uh, that's like in a a way that was more personal because obviously god is a very personal thing i think yeah also learn to pray and like become close to god that way and that's awesome um, so it's all really good um but i just have as i've evolved and gotten a little older i've also decided like okay god's not gonna hate me if i partake in alcohol or other things And I have no idea where we, how we got from here and the paperclip question, because I think that's what we were talking about. <laughs> Something about a paperclip, I recall. A cut. A cut, and which oh, I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely opt for that. By the way. How did we get to that? I don't know. I was trying to bring us back around to bring it. Bring it, it back. <laughs> okay, so. So the paperclip would be much better to me because that would be like once, once a, a week? week. 
No big deal. Versus every day, every, every third three, hour. I mean, that seems like excessive. You're still going to sleep foot. for 10 minutes. That's yeah. a lot. It's crazy. How did you get to Mormonism? Mormonism? Uh-huh. From that? I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll look at the tape. We'll go back and look at the tape in a second here. Okay, so, but just, so we got the, you'd like the paper cut, but then how did you decide to leave being Mormon? You just you decided to go on your own way. Yeah. You got what you needed from it. I you took so. some great lessons, and then yeah. you said, I'm going to just. I always hate to say I left, though, because it seems so permanent. And like, yeah, you and still like I had a negative it. experience, and I love those people, and I love yeah. what I learned. It's part of your journey. Yeah, but we're all on a different sort of pathway. And so I'm uh, grateful for the one that I've been on and uh, thankful I had those experiences. And I think it's important for everybody to sort of look at their life and think that way because I do think of life as a book. I and agree. And every chapter is being written. Same way. And so much of my uh, life was enclosed in that chapter. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes we have to turn the page. And we decided to do things a little bit differently. And that's okay, too, because that's our next chapter. What do you want your book to feel like? You know, like when you read a book, you get a feeling from it. What do you want the experience of your life book to feel like? Um, like a 007 oh, yeah. movie? Yes. <laughs> You're like a sniper, like James Bond. Yeah. Okay. You won't be that cool, don't it's you? It's like but running really fast, always like dodging bullets and yes, guns. Yes, danger. Looking great in suits. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I want all those cocktail. things. Exactly. <laughs> I want all those things. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I yeah, I think I, I think I want it to be what it's supposed to be and not oh, that's profound. Yeah. I like that. Kind of. Just letting it unfold the way it was meant to. Yeah. Okay. I think it's okay to be ambitious and like want things and like move things to happen. I do that a lot of that in my life. You know, I kinda like have an idea and I just do all I can to make that idea come to life. Um, and so, and a, a lot of my story here at CMT and beyond has been by way of, I'm not, I want to say forcing it, but like creating it in my head. Oh, so you write vision boards yeah. and stuff. Uh, I don't do that, but I do think in my head, like you dream up where you want yeah, your future to go. If you want your future to be a certain way, play that movie over and over again in your head until it happens. Did you do that with CMT? Totally. Tell me the, the movie you played. <laughs> Well, I mean, I just, ever since I was a young kid, I wanted to be on radio or TV. I thought I wanted to be like a TV meteorologist for Which a long time. But you got time. your big break at 23 in Dallas at a radio <laughs> station, right? Yeah. And you're right. from South Carolina. Yeah, I grew up doing radio at 15. I got my first job. As like a mm -hmm. DJ or on host? On air at 15, yeah. And right. um, Getting it, baller. I know, right? And um, no, I was like so thankful to have like my first job then. Uh and I did a lot of like grunt work, you know, I would do whatever, like drive the station van to, yeah. you know, remote stops. And there was actually um, this one of the stations I worked for early on was um, their, their mascot was a possum. Oh, wow. So I would dress up as the possum. Oh, I bet you look so good. Hot. I mean, were people just flocking so to you? So You could have had to like carry mace <laughs> around on a taser, I'm sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> So I'm That's one of the ugliest animals. It is. It is. But really, it makes a really cute mascot, uh, apparently. Okay. And uh, Opie the Possum was his name. And then he had, uh, because Opie became like such the rage and so popular. You made him that. I'd like to think so. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, special sauce on it. <laughs> right? Opie had to have a companion. Um, a helpmate, if you will. Okay. Uh, going back to some bi biblical references here. Okay. Uh, and so that was Dolly Possum. Like Dolly Parton, Dolly oh, Possum. Dolly Possum. Uh, clever. Oh, so clever. Gosh, Cody. 
So anyway, um, not just a hat rack. Nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> I'm not. So uh, not just a hat. I'm using that. I stole that from Kelly Bickler. I can't take credit. That's so good though. <laughs> she says it all who the time. Did, who does she say it to? She whenever like she says something really smart, she'd be like, "Not just a hat rack." <laughs> Using that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. That's like a well, great tweet too. Thank Kelly. It's she's the origin. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, take it. Take it and run. Pickler, wherever you are. Yeah, appreciate that. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Um so what were we talking about? Dolly Possum. <laughs> yeah, so that was my early radio start and then I wanted to be like a meteorologist maybe on TV or something. I would draw like weather maps for my parents and then like show them where their frontal systems were moving and really? so I was very involved with like uh stupid dorky things at an early age. No, you were not. Very much. You created Dolly Possum. I didn't create it, but uh, someone clever, much more clever than I did. And, and then uh, you got really got a lot of buzz going <laughs> on here. You, that's when your radio career re- really started taking off. You're like, Cody is creative. Uh, I well, yeah, and I did all my um, high school dances too. I did like my high school, you Did-dance? know, dance. Well, I don't. I would be the DJ. <gasps> oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a bad dancer. Can you like though. scratch the records and stuff? Yeah, totally. That like, is very hard. It's not easy. It is not easy. Jen and I had to do that on Amazing Race, and it was the hardest challenge of uh, all <laughs> really? challenges. Yes. So you're a scratcher. I mean, kind of. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Old, old school style. These DJs today, they use, you know, it's all on iTunes, basically, you know. Okay. And they're mixing in between two computer screens. Not quite the same, but not quite still same. a talent. Um, okay. So you just knew you wanted to do this. How did you know? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it may have been uh, again my dad with music, and then um, I loved the idea of like what the DJ said on the radio, like in between the songs, like tell the stories of the songs to people or talk to the artists. I always loved all that, and um, I was a a genuine, complete nerd (laughs) for all that stuff (laughs) and um, pop culture stuff or like whatever. So. I loved it, and so I just I just knew. Okay. I just knew. So you got your big break at 23, mm-hmm. and then after that happened, how did you get to CMT? Because now you, like, uh, run this joint, let's be uh, real. Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> um, a lot of really good people helped help me get here. Um, you know, everybody has their connections to how things happened, and um, mine happened because uh, I think I did a really good job in Dallas at that radio station you mentioned it. 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that with, with humility because, again, a lot of people are around me, but um, I was so excited every day to show up to work there that I felt like, oh my God, this is like dream. I dreamed of it. Yeah. So I get to do it every day, you know, come in and do a radio show. And I was able to help with the music on the station. And so it was all a dream come true. And um, one of the guys who recognized that I was decent at my job uh, was the guy who runs CMT now. And so whenever they started to do, like, radio stuff here, they thought, okay, who could we call? And um, luckily they... they just, like, plucked you out? Yeah. Wow. Plucked me out. Here I am. I love it. Yeah. So then um, I'm like a lot of people. I saw CMT and saw the videos, and I wanted to be, to some degree, Lance Smith all those years, Mm -hmm. watching him uh, do the Top 20 Countdown. And so... And now you are doing that. Again, that's kind of amazing that you visualized it. So, what is your what did the movie look like in your head that you visualized? Um, it I never I never um thought it was was possible <laughs> to uh be here um because it seems so far off, and I think a lot of people's dreams seem that way. Like you think, oh, 
that's so far away. Like, there's no way. I mean, I can think about it all the time, but it's not, it's not going to necessarily happen. Like, and then it does and heaven's open. I don't know what it is. Like, it's there's some magnetic pull in the atmosphere, the universe, something. Do you believe that? Like you're, yeah, you're drawn, I think so. Like attracts like. Like if you put it out there, you can totally. It. I really do believe that. I believe that too. Like, I I as I grow older, I believe it more and more. Yeah. Um, I think we're all kind of we have intuition. Yeah. We have a sense, mm-hmm. and that sense is, is you have to follow it and listen to it closely. And have you manifested some crazy stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. Um, crazy. I don't know if it's crazy, but I mean, yeah, like being here or thinking about, okay, what could we do here? Like what things would I want to do uh, on hot 20 again, you know, using the water gun example or whatever, things like that, where you just dream it up and figure out how to do it. And whether it's, um, God who's moving that or you who's moving the well, you're in connection with God. Yeah, and all that, if all that is happening in the right alignment, I think, yeah, those things do come together. Um, and so some crazy, what do you call it, manifest? Manifests. Yeah, happen. So it's good. Okay, so at CMT, you host a lot of stuff, uh-huh. which is the CMT Radio Live yeah. with Cody Allen. You have, which reaches over 100 stations. Like you have a hundred yeah. radio. That's a huge syndicated radio show. Yeah, well, people after, are listening to you. We do after midnight, which is midnight. Um, even bigger. So it so reaches. So you do both of those. Uh huh. And you host CMT All Access and mm-hmm. Hot Twenty. Yeah. And are you hosting? Is it like music and a movie? Yeah, we. Uh, I used to host that. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Do you work all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all day. Yeah, I work a lot, but I love it. Yeah. Like, it's never work. I mean, there are moments where I'm tired, and like you know, everybody gets tired. Your body gets worn down naturally, but I am so driven, and I, I love to show up here every day. I mean, look at this. So it's I, awesome, and this yeah. room is amazing. This is the we're sitting in the after midnight room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I like being. We in do here. all the radio stuff in here. All the interviews happen on the couch or uh, nearby uh, on the radio set, and um, and then all the hot twenty stuff is like you know. Is that a blast? So fun. Do you have a favorite show to host? Um, of all these you mentioned, you mean? Yeah, or of all the shows, is this? Do you host anything else that I missed? Um, probably. No, but I, I, I would say like you know when we do CMT Music Awards. Oh. In June, like yeah. those are my. That's do my. Do the red carpet. Yeah, that's that? my favorite week of the year. Nice. I love doing all that stuff because it's just like. And that's the, totally on the fly. But yeah. You have like you probably know about the artist, but it's not like you know who you're getting. Yeah, exactly. Second. You have like an idea of who might show up. Mm-hmm. So you spend a few days before like going over. You know, I, I like to always think I have three things to say to every person. So you're super prepared. Yeah, and I memorize what exactly I want to say to them um, and how I want to say it. Do you have a good memory? Degree. Pretty good. Oh, that's lucky. But I'm also pretty good. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty good at conversation, too. Like, yeah. So if I forget something, I can always hopefully still make a conversation out of it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you never know what someone might say, and you want to also be listening so that they can, um, so you can respond. And have a flow. And have a flow to it so it doesn't seem like you're just rattling off bullet points. Okay, let's do a fake conversation. Will you interview me just like real quick? How okay. would you start it? Um, so, <laughs> hyper. Huh? Yeah. Hyper. Hyper. Carolyn. So, um, have you always been hyper? Uh, yeah, pretty much. 
I have always been very hyper. When was the first time you realized like you were hyper? Like, did someone say something to your parents? Or? Uh, I get super excited to meet people, like to the point where it, like it freaks people out. They don't think I'm being real. Uh -huh. I get overwhelmed with excitement because I love people. Right. And I love adventure, and I love chatting with people, so I come on really strong. <laughs> Your husband, obviously in A Thousand Horses, uh -huh. um, he has probably had a chance to introduce you to lots of people because yeah. of that connection. So who have you been starstruck by in meeting? You know, I will say this. I actually had a vivid moment watching him on tour with Jason Aldean. I had not met Jason Aldean yet, yeah. and I've had the great fortune to meet a lot of people in the industry. So like, it's not like I'm like not impressed and starstruck by people, but... You know, they've become yeah. more approachable yeah. being in this industry for so long. I remember watching Jason Aldean, and I remember thinking, I almost don't want to meet him <laughs> because the feeling I have watching him is that he's so, like, powerful and yeah. so huge yeah. that I don't want him to become real. <laughs> I remember thinking that. And right. then I met him, and he's, like, the nicest guy yeah. ever, and he was so approachable, and I'm like, okay. I still feel like you're a huge superstar, yeah. but you know that feeling of yeah. just like someone's like almost not human? Do you get past that ever where you feel like these superstars that you're getting to know are normal people? Are they in your head always superstars? No, I get past it to where they're normal. Really? Yes. See, I don't always get past it. With some people that I really get the chance to get to know. Yeah. Like some people I still like, I'm kind of cautious right. and a little nervous, but... Yeah, was, yeah, I do. I've been able to, like, normalize them, which is, like, cool on one hand, but on the other hand, it's, like, right. I'm sad they're not this false cre creature in my head. So with Jason... Look at you just taking this. Now I feel like we're really in an interview. You're so good, Cody. Oh, uh, You wanted me to do this, right? <laughs> yeah. So with Jason, do you feel like he's, like, a normal person now, yeah. obviously? Mm -hmm. And his wife is awesome. Yeah, she's so sweet. Um, and he's totally just, yeah, normal. So can you watch him on the stage the same way as you did before? <sighs> It's a little different. It changed. I mean, I still have so much respect for his music, but now I can like see him as a regular person. Yeah. So it was a moment. It was a moment where, and I knew it was going to happen. I knew yeah. once I met him, I was like, I wonder how this is going to feel once I get to know him. <laughs> okay. So look, you're right. like a pro. That was and amazing. In scene. And back. <laughs> Cody, I mean, just on the fly. It's like you're born to do this. I, I do feel that way. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get stressed out and nervous when you're interviewing anyone? Like, has there oh, ever been anyone? That you've been so freaked out to interview? Hmm. I mean, yeah. I do, get, I do get a little nervous sometimes. Um, but I think it's it's a good nervous. Like, you want to be a little... You don't ever want to feel too comfortable, I don't think. But Who's made you the most nervous? Um, maybe Dolly Parton. Yeah. Only because she it's is Dolly. an icon. But she probably was so easy to be around. And Dolly Possum, too. I remember... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Um, no, she was great. I mean, you meet her and it's like, oh my God, she's so relaxed mm -hmm. and, um, exactly how you want her to be, if you will. Like, yeah. you know, you see her on TV and you, see, you know, all these songs she sings that are just timeless. And then you meet her and she's that funny, genuine Dolly. Yeah. But the first time I remember Got a, little, a, like, a little bit nervous. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, guys like, uh, I, I like Keith Urban a lot. Uh, he's so good looking. He kind of he, he will make you a little bit nervous too. So. I mean, and he's so good looking, and he feels like he just has his like whole sh his shit together. You yeah, know? yeah. And he's, he's so, so much. Talented. I feel like he's so much smarter than I am. Yes, he's so wise <laughs> yeah. too. He he is, exudes wisdom. Right. He's a very bright guy and uh, mm -hmm. a fun interview and always really great. Uh, he'll make you a little nervous. And I, you know, Trace Atkins probably too. He's a big. He's a big tall, big burly dude. You don't know what he's gonna say. And he's not like overly like. Friendly. He's right. friendly, but he's not bubbly, maybe. Yeah, yeah he's not the bubbly type. Yeah, but for some reason, we we always hit it off. We always say funny things, and he's a great interview. Who was your biggest crush that you've interviewed? 
Um, biggest crush. I mean, Carrie Underwood, like, yeah, perfect. is fantastic. I mean, every time I see her, and again, she makes me like my palms sweaty too. Um, but she's great. And uh, the legs and the whole thing her legs show are up fantastic. every time I see her. Oh, you always see the they legs. They all they always show up. And That's um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> with that, like, what do the, what do girls put on their legs? That stuff that's um, like spray tan. I don't know about glow? that. It's like a glow. Yeah, that like glittery. Yeah. So they're like just shimmery. the right amount to. It's not like an over shimmer either. Mm-hmm. It's just a little subtle, like iridescent glow shimmer. Yeah, yeah. she's good with that. Yeah, someone she, she she knows what she's doing there. Okay. Um, what's the craziest story you can share with me that you've had while interviewing with someone? Um, I'm trying to think of a story that I can tell that doesn't involve bad words. Um, I think you can cuss on podcast. Can we? It just it depends on if you're comfortable with cussing. Um, Toby Keith is a f- one of my favorite interviews uh, always, uh, basically because every interview starts with a red solo cup and something in it. Uh, he requires that of me, apparently. Love it. He likes to get you a little slosh before uh, going the, on camera. The interview's really good. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, it's always really fun with him. Um, so I can't even tell the story, though. Oh, I can't come tell on. It. You can't start and not stop. I can't. Um, <laughs> I can't tell it. It's woman related, and I'll okay. people will hate me. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but he just made a reference one time to a woman's parts, and it was really funny. Okay. Okay, that's we all. Can use say. our minds. Just go crazy in Let's your own head. Just use your imagination for that one. Okay. Lame answer. Sorry. Okay, I want to say Dirk Bentley said this about you. He said Cody always Cody's show always feels fresh and current. He cares about country music's past and future and he always worked to make his shows exciting, interesting, and personal. That's a very like mm. nice professional badass quote from Dirks Bentley. I know. I love Dirks. So do I. And he's hosting the ACMs this year. He's I know. Uh, ACMs or C- CMAs? ACMs. He's gonna be so great. Yeah. I think he's gonna be really great. He's um you know he's been a great friend for a long time and um we kind of started together like I was doing radio about the time he started doing music and so you know, I feel like we kind of came up in the business about the same time. His career, much bigger than mine, Whatever. by the way. But no. nonetheless. It's all relative. For hosting, you're the top of the top, Cody. Well, thank you. You're the you. king. He's a good guy, and uh, yeah, I, I paid him to say most of that. That's nice. <laughs> okay, I like to end my interviews okay. with leave your light. So leave me some okay. inspiration. How have you been inspired? What inspires you, or how do you want to inspire the world? Wow. Um, how did? How, okay. So, what inspires me? Or just anything? Or just, just anything? Just inspiration. Okay. Give me some inspiration. Mm. It can be from your childhood or something that you think about all the time. I feel like we've talked a lot about inspiring I, things I, here. That's like kind I of the feel like there's. Podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think if um, if I was going to leave you with anything, especially in regards to show business and like what I do every day, um, I would say I love the quote that, and it's actually true for everything that I do. Um, that there is no elevator to the top. I assume always I'm going to take the stairs and and have to take the stairs to get there. So that means work hard to me and um, kick ass and um, go fast as you can um, while at the same time enjoying those the, the joy that comes along with being in that journey as well. So... Yeah, if those two thoughts can mingle, I, I think they should. That yeah, you got to work hard to get where you want to be, but part of getting there is enjoying that, and, and part of 
actually accomplishing what it is you want is enjoying that journey too. So I love that. Yeah, so take the stairs, but enjoy the walk. Not just <laughs> a run. hat rack. Not just a hat rack. Not just a hat rack. Cody Allen, everyone. Quote of the day. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Oh my gosh, me. I'm so glad we did this. And I'm I hope I didn't so like glad. boggle your mind too much with like Mm-mm. weird religion stories. No. That's a that's an untold a lot of people don't know that. I about have me. the exclusive on Cody Allen and his religious <sighs> journey. Wow. On Hyper wow. Caroline Hobby. Wow. Who thought I could get an exclusive from Cody Allen? Wow. Uh-huh. That's I'm not good, are you? I love you. Thank love you for coming in. You're awesome. Okay, bye. bye. She's the queen of talking, hey, what's on your mind? She's on the inside, she got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. I hope you guys loved hearing from Cody. He is an absolute doll. I love him so much. Next week, I have Rachel Reiner from the band Gloriana, and she actually has given me one of the first interviews that she did when she left the band. And she's talking all about her musical aspirations, where she's going, and what inspires her. So y'all tune in next week, and please subscribe on iTunes under Hyper Caroline Hobby. See you next week.